This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Welcome to Thursday's solo episode. Hello, Bubbles. Bubbles heard me clap and he like scurries to the door. Usually when I record, I put them in their houses downstairs because God forbid somebody comes to the door right now. Like we are fucked. Like they're going to bark nonstop. It's going to be a whole thing. I'm going to have to get up. So I don't really want to have to edit stuff like that because I edit the solo episodes myself, but I'm going to take a chance today. Also, it's garbage day today. So if the garbage trucks come by, we're also in trouble. Today, I decided to do a straight up Q&A, put up a question box on Instagram stories. Um, if you're at home trying to get work done and schools are closed and your children are home and it's feeling like we're back in the pandemic, like I feel for you. I it's terrible because it's like kids finally got back into the routine of going to school and it just like all got taken away so quickly. So I feel for everybody that's trying to like navigate life right now, logistics. A lot of people don't have help nearby. Um, I understand why this is happening. It's just like, it's really hard. So thinking about everybody. Hopefully this doesn't last long and, you know, an agreement can be made. People could be paid fairly and all of that stuff. So let's get into some questions. Um, Also, I leave for LA on Thursday. I'm recording this on Monday. Leave for LA on Thursday for 10 days. It was only supposed to be four days. And then I got invited to go to this Amazon event in LA And it happened to be a few days after I was already going to be in LA. So we decided I would just extend my stay in LA. But now it's like 10 days and I'm kind of panicking because even when I was in Miami for four days with my husband, I kept having like waves of anxiety. And I feel like that happens every time I'm out of my routine. It's like I always, every time I'm at home in my routine, I think like, oh yeah, I can't wait to like go on this trip or, oh, I just want to get out of my routine. Like I need a break. I want to go away. And then you do go away. And I'm like, "Mm, not really like enjoying this as much as I thought I would. And I kind of just want to be back home in my routine. So it's like, just be happy in your routine, Renee, and stop wishing you were on a trip. I don't know. I don't understand. I just love my routine, especially like evening routine with like bath time, bedtime, and then Milo goes to bed and I know he's like sound asleep in his room. Then I can really relax and read my book and watch a show. I don't know. It's just, it's weird when you're so used to how your days go and then you're in a completely different environment. So I'm nervous about LA for 10 days because I was in Miami with my husband who is like my, my like safety person. And I was still having waves of anxiety. So we'll see how it goes. I will be doing, I guess it will be next week's solo episode from LA. I'm going to bring my camera 
Hopefully I'll remember the freaking battery this time and I'll actually be able to record it. So stay tuned for that. We um, booked tickets. If you guys have been listening for a while and you listened to my solo episode from the last time I was in LA, we went to a place called the Comedy Store and freaking Aziz Ansari and Chris Rock came out and performed like each like an hour long stand up thing. And it was totally unexpected. That's the thing. Like this comedy club in Hollywood, a lot of celebrities go there to practice their stand up before like Chris Rock is on tour now. So he was practicing material at the comedy store, but they don't tell people when celebrities are coming in. They kind of just like show up. So we were sitting in the audience and comedians are up on stage. Like we're having a good time. Uh, The AC was bananas. I almost had to go back to our hotel, like down the road and change because I was freezing. I was sitting right underneath one of the AC vents and it's a tiny little venue. Like these massive celebrities come out on stage and it's like this tiny little thing. You're just like sitting at a table. They walk right by you. They're like right there. Like you could touch them. It's crazy. So these comedians that we didn't know who they were are performing. We're having a good time. And then the one guy is like, introduces Aziz Ansari. I was like, are you shitting me right now? And he just like walked right past me, like, like goes up on stage, does his thing. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is like the best night ever. Like, this is amazing because I love Aziz. And then he's like, at the end of his like 45 minute hour long stand up, he's like, okay, now I get to introduce like Chris Rock. And I was like, what is happening right now? And this happened the Friday before the Oscars happened and the whole like Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. And I just remember thinking like I landed in Toronto from LA on Sunday night and I guess the Oscars thing had happened while I was in flight. And the the second I like turned on my phone, opened up Instagram, that's the news story that was like popping up everywhere. And I was like, oh my God, I just saw Chris Rock like two days ago. So after that experience, also like the tickets are 25 bucks, 25 bucks, this tiny little venue, like it's like a little comedy club with tables and, you know, like nothing. It's not like a stadium or like a theater. It's just like this tiny little club, 25 bucks, Aziz Ansari and Chris Rock. So we're like, we're going to go back there. So we booked those tickets and then we have plans to... I'm going to try and get a couple podcast recordings done. Um, I found a studio in West Hollywood that's like a full service podcast studio, which is incredible. Like you can go there. They have all the equipment to shoot like multiple angles with the camera. So for video and then also audio and then they do everything for you. So I was like, that is much easier, even though I have to pay for it. Way easier than me trying to bring all this equipment to LA, obviously. So I'm going to try and book a couple episodes while I'm there. Um, We planned to go to a beachside community for one day, maybe like Santa Monica. I've never been to Malibu, obviously. Why would I have been there? Um, Something like that. And then I wish we had time to go to Disneyland because I think that would be so fun. Um, but we might not have time to do that. And then I'll be there on my own for a couple days. And then I have a few days of Amazon stuff. 
Charlie is going to be there. So I'm very excited. Um, yeah, so it's cool. That's my, that's my plan. And I feel like, like I'm a big girl going to do something on my own. So we'll see how that goes. I have to pack and plan outfits because I always overpack and I don't end up wearing 75% of the stuff that I bring. So what I'm doing before I leave is going through and planning outfits so that I'm bringing like full outfits so I know what I'm wearing for each thing and then shoes that will go with those outfits because what happens is I just throw like a bunch of pairs of shoes in my suitcase it takes up so much room it's heavy and I end up wearing one pair of shoes so I need to sort out my packing and put more thought into what I'm actually going to wear Um, I always bring heels and I don't wear heels like I brought heels to Miami did I wear heels once no I did not so Remember that, Renee. Okay. Um, so let's get into questions that people asked. Somebody wrote, and I'm just like going to quickly, this is like the Instagram questions right in front of me. Usually what I do for these episodes is like I pick the questions, I like write them down, I prepare my answer, but that's not what's happening this week because this week is chaos. So we're just going to fucking do it. It's like that What's that guy, Um, O'Reilly, when he's like, fuck it, we'll go live. Let's do it live. We'll do it live. So that's me right now. Somebody says, um, oh, and this is interesting. So somebody says the demand for podcast rental space. Yeah, like it is so needed. There's a ton of podcasters in the GTA, which is the greater Toronto area, not Grand Theft Auto. And um, there's nowhere to go like this place I found in Hollywood there's nowhere like that where it's like the perfect setup they have all the stuff to record video plus audio the lighting the everything so yes I think there is a huge demand for that in Toronto um essentials would be video equipment multiple angles lighting and the audio equipment and then also if you have a full service um option where you edit all the stuff for them as well you can create social media clips like that is so needed and I would do that in a second um somebody said do you feel overwhelmed when your son has a breakdown 100% yes. And this is kind of linked to another question. So somebody said, what has been your favorite age in parenting so far? Because I think they said they had a 10 month old and they were finding it really difficult. Like they love that age, but they are finding it difficult. And I can tell you right now, and this kind of links into another question, but we'll get to that. Um, Four years old is the shit. Like, I am absolutely obsessed with my child. And it's not like I wasn't obsessed the previous years, like zero to three, three and a half. But it's just different. Like, he's able to understand now. He talks nonstop. The things that come out of his mouth are, like, hilarious He gets it like he's affectionate. He like like it's all the things. And I texted my husband last night after my husband was at the hospital and I 
did bedtime routine and I put Milo down and sometimes like he's talking to me in bed as I'm trying to like read him a story and he's just like going on and on and on and I just like stare at him in awe and I'm just like oh my god I'm gonna gobble you up like anywho I am obsessed with four years old like obsessed so I told my husband, I am not like a zero to three person. Like, it's great. There's lots of like amazing moments. Like I see my sister with my niece right now and she's like five months, I think. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's so cute. Like there are positives, but it's just like a different stage. I found it really difficult when they would cry like this is straight from like newborn until like three years old let's say like meltdowns tantrums and I find Milo has less and less of that behavior as he gets older and I feel like it's probably because he understands better and like we're able to communicate with him and kind of prevent a meltdown from happening whereas before it was like you try and get him in the car seat and it's like absolute chaos do you know how many times I had to get one of the teachers from inside the daycare to come help me get Milo in his car seat like that's embarrassing but also like so stressful Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Lil Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. 
The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. And yes, I think I had more of a reaction, not necessarily like an external reaction, but like internal negative reaction to him crying, being upset, meltdowns, all of that stuff. And so it's stressful and it would give me anxiety and I find that it is much better now. So if you're out there and you have a young child and you're finding the same thing, like, oh my God, like, because sometimes I would think like parenting is just not for me. Like I'm not, like maybe I wasn't, not that I'm not meant to be a parent, but you assume that everybody else is just loving every minute. And I don't think that's the case. Like I am obsessed with age four. I'm so excited to see like what age five and age six and like as he gets older, I've talked to people who have teenagers and they're like a lot of people say like warn us that we should dread the teenage years and like, oh, just wait till they're teenagers. And they're like, I have teenagers and I absolutely love it. Like the conversations you can have with them. Um, So yeah, I think everyone is different in what they enjoy the most A lot of people are like newborn, infant people. They love that stage. 
in like newborn stage for me is very much like anxiety inducing. And I remember when I was going to visit my sister um, after Poppy was born and I was like, uh oh, like maybe this is going to like make me want to have a second child. And it actually I felt anxious and I was like, oh, like I remember how this felt. So anyhow, that's if you're at home with young kids and you're like, maybe I shouldn't be a parent like because I don't have as much enjoyment and fulfillment and I'm actually kind of anxious and it stresses me out and like bedtime issues and like it does get better. And once they're like four or five years old, it's a completely different experience. Um, Like I can go upstairs and blow dry my hair with Milo not even in the same room as me. And I know he's just like playing or doing whatever. Like it's a completely different experience now. He can get in and out of his car seat on his own. Like I don't have to worry about that. I can explain things to him and he gets it. So I am loving age four. Um, that was a long ass answer for that very simple question, but I like to expand on things, you know, I like to get into the, the nitty gritty of all these questions. Somebody asked about the constant colds or getting sick when Milo was in daycare. This was definitely a thing. If you haven't listened to my, um, episode with Dr. Beach Gem, She's the pediatric emergency room doctor on TikTok. Love her and her content. I did an episode with her and we talked about the constantly getting sick when your child starts daycare. And it's like, it makes sense. They're being exposed to so much more once they start daycare. Is it absolutely terrible? Yes, we went through it as well. Milo was constantly at home, constantly sick, constantly had a runny nose, constantly had a cough. And the thing is that was pre-COVID. So it was just kind of like a normal thing. Like unless your child had a fever or was like very noticeably ill, like with regard to their behavior, they would just keep them at school. And it was just like a known thing. Like kids are always sick with runny noses and coughs, you know? But now that it's post-COVID, not that COVID doesn't exist, but you know what I mean? Like quarantine and stuff like that. Everyone is so hyper aware of like any little symptom that anybody has. So I feel for parents who are now going through this, you know, your child just started daycare or they just started school and they're constantly sick because I don't, you literally can't go on and live your life now if you have a sniffle. So it does get better. And the way Dr. Beach Gem explained it is like, your your immune system, I think she referred to it as like a passport. So every time you get like a cold, a sniffle, an illness, it's like your passport for immunity is being stamped. And once that gets a little bit more full, for like future things don't affect you. So I know for me, when Milo started daycare, he was constantly sick, constantly. And like sometimes sick to the point where we would have to go to a merge and it was like scary. Now that he's four, knock on wood, oh my God, um, it's not as, like there's not as many colds at all. So it does get better and it's literally just them building their immune system. And I don't know if I didn't have an immune system because I felt like I constantly got sick every time Milo got sick, but my husband didn't. 
But again, my husband works in hospitals and has his whole life, not his whole life, but you know what I mean? Um, so maybe that's the difference. But anyways, um, yeah, so it is terrible. It's very normal. Your child is building their immune system. It sucks. So Godspeed. And also there's like the shortage of Tylenol and Advil and Gravol for kids. Like what is happening in the world? Like everything seems to just like fall apart that you think is stable and shouldn't fall apart. But there is a shortage of Tylenol, Advil, and I believe Gravol in Canada or Ontario at least. I don't think it is in the States. And then when we were in Miami, my husband was like, shit, like we should have got like stocked up on some of that stuff because they have it and we don't. So when I go to LA, I will be looking for some. Somebody asked where my M necklace is from. So this, I don't know how this happened. I don't know where I got it. I don't know if I picked it up at like a craft show, at a store, if somebody gave it to me. I do not remember, but I found it in my closet not too long ago. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put this on this little gold chain. But then after a few days, I started to realize that it's a W. It's not a freaking M. So I'm sure I'm the one that picked it up at a store and was just like, oh, cute. It's a W. So I don't know what it stands for. I told my husband we have to switch Milo's name to Winston or something. But yeah, I wish I could tell you where I got it. I don't know. And it's not an M. It's a W. Um... Oh, okay. Somebody asked current thoughts on baby number two. She said, Milo is the most precious thing. I know. Like he's like my little, like I want to eat him. Um, current thoughts right now are that I probably would like to have a second child. I'm also 30, like I'm going to be 38, which is bananas. Um, again, zero to four was really difficult for me, but now that I see what is on the other side of that, I'm kind of like, I want another Milo, if that makes sense. So it's like, I was always like one and done, didn't want more, but because I was also like, we didn't have help. We like, it was hard. Like, Having a child is really freaking hard, especially when you're not anticipating what it's like. Like, you don't know, you know? I had never really been around little kids. Um, So everything was kind of like a shock. We don't live near family. Like, once Milo, once we moved to the GTA, we didn't have family nearby. My husband's job is not flexible. It's super busy. So a lot of it falls on me to do, like, bedtime and whatever. So also it was COVID. We didn't have like friends. We didn't get together. Like it's just so many things. Now that it's like the other side of some of those things and I know what to expect and I feel like we can have help in place, like really prepare for those early years. Like I kind of changed my mind. Um, my husband, not so much, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, like Milo, like four years old, I'm telling you, I love it. And I would like another one of those. So 
stay tuned. Um, somebody asked if I've ever been to South Africa and no, we have not. Eventually we would like to plan a trip. So at first Milo was really small and then COVID, like the pandemic happened. And we also want to, like, if we go there, we're going to do it properly and travel for quite some time. Like my husband has to prepare to take time off work. He's technically self-employed. Um, I would have to prepare, but we also want Milo to be at an age where he can like appreciate it and understand like who he's meeting. And, you know, if we take him on like a safari, like we want him to be at a good age to do those things. So it is something that we think about, but we have not gone yet. Um... Lots of people were asking about how are you doing with the more kids versus no more kids decision. And yeah, because I think I talked about that a couple weeks ago. So I understand why people are probably like, oh, what's going on? Somebody asked, is Milo in junior kindergarten? We have to be five to start kindergarten. Yeah, so it's different everywhere. I have learned recently that in other provinces, you start kindergarten at age five. In Ontario, it's age four. So I don't know why it's different in different places, but mm -hmm. yep, it's four here. Somebody asked how I cope with anxiety when there's no one around. I honestly, like I have dealt with anxiety for so long that I just... I understand it. Like when it's happening, I am able to pinpoint right away. Okay. I'm feeling anxious. I, you know, I might like do like take inventory of like what is going on right now. Is there anything that might be causing this? But honestly, for me, it's never something that when I was in school, I was always anxious for something. Like it was a situation, like I had a presentation similar to now. I know to expect to be really anxious if I like have to go speak or like go do certain things. Um, if I had not started on anxiety medication when I was in grad school, like I would not, I would have dropped out 1000%. Um, I would not be doing what I'm doing now a thousand percent. And part of the reason why I did start medication was because I was so pissed off that anxiety was preventing me from doing things that I wanted to do and from being myself. Like, do you ever find yourself going into a situation and you have this idea of how you're going to be in that situation, like super like outgoing and talkative or like even for me in grad school, I would be in class and the teacher would be like, Oh, like, does anybody have any thoughts about this or like experience with this? And I'd be like, Oh my God, like I want to share my experience of something that happened to me, like, oh, I have such a good answer for this, but I would start panicking just thinking about like raising my hand and having to say something. So that always pissed me off. It's like I could do so much more and I it was stopping me from doing things that I wanted to do. Simple things like fucking raising your hand in class. So once I started on medication... 
then I was able to manage those things much, much better. And now for big things, I still take like a small amount of clonazepam, which just kind of makes me like instead of my heart racing and being like super anxious, it just kind of like levels me out and I'm able to be myself and do what I want to do in that situation um, that would normally I would avoid or just not do in the first place. So again, long ass answer for a question, but I am very aware when I'm feeling anxious and I just let myself, like, I know it's not going to last forever. I know, you know, okay, like, yeah, there are stressful things going on right now. Down the road, are there things I could do to alleviate some of the stress? Like right now, I'm trying to make plans to completely change how I work and what I'm going to focus on and like maybe hire people to help with certain things um, because I like there's too much going on and I can't keep up with stuff. So what ends up happening is I end up feeling like I'm doing a million things but doing them shitty. So it's like I would like to do everything well if I could have help with those things or I need to cut things out and just focus on what matters the most to me. So yeah, usually like when my husband's around or someone's around, I'm just like, oh, like I feel anxious. Like I have to say it out loud and it kind of eases some of the anxiety. Like the other day, I was out for dinner with my friends and I could barely finish my meal. And I was like, all week I've just had like, um, like nervousness in my stomach. Like it's hard to explain. Like I wasn't feeling anxious mentally in my mind or like heart palpitations, nothing like that. I just felt like a, like an uneasiness in my stomach. Um, and they were like, yeah, I get it, you know? So just talking about it really helps Um, and just acknowledging, like not trying to ignore it and like go on with what I'm doing. Like I give myself space to be anxious and if I think like, you know what, like I'm just not feeling well today, I'm not myself, I am going to go lay in bed and read my book or I am going to, you know, reschedule something that I had booked or Like, I try to help myself through that situation. So that's how I deal with it. Um, Any other question I want to get to? Favorite self-care things? I'm obsessed with my Kindle, guys. Like, obsessed. And I just started It Starts With Us loving it. So I look forward to reading my Kindle before bed every single night. I need to get better at other things. Like I need to be physically active or else I'm just like, I feel like shit, like physically feel like shit. You want to go down? One second. Okay, muffin. Now I'm covered in fur. Um, anyways, 
I need to be physically active and I haven't been and it's really hard for me to get into a routine of being physically active so I need to make changes there and make it a priority. This is also part of the reason why I need to change things with work because it's like 24-7 and I don't feel like I have time to do anything else that is necessary to feel like I'm taking care of myself, like eating properly. I'm good at it for like a week or something and then I just completely fall off the wagon and I don't spend time like planning or prepping or like caring about what I'm eating. So and if I don't eat properly, then I like hardly poop and that's a fucking problem. So I get frustrated with myself. Um, I would love to start doing therapy like once a week or once every two weeks. So I am going to ask around like psychologists that I know to see if they have any recommendations for someone that would take me on as a client. Um, yeah, therapy, working out, need to do, uh, eating properly, need to do. Those to me are self-care things, not like taking a bath and stuff like that. For me, it's like I want to be taking care of myself because that's what makes me feel good. Um, I used to take baths all the time, but I've moved on from that. And I really just look forward to reading my Kindle before bed. Also, spending more time with my husband, making a point to not be on our phones in the evening, watch shows together, actually physically cuddle, like physically like lay with him and cuddle and give him kisses. And, you know, because we just kind of stopped doing any of that stuff and we were just kind of like roommates, which... I'm interviewing or recording with a marriage therapist, couples therapist soon, like literally in 20 minutes. So I have to go. And yeah, I asked you guys what questions you would like me to ask marriage therapists or couples therapists because I'm recording with two this week. And that was a lot of it. It's like we're we feel like roommates and like how do we get the spark back? How do we like re like start to be intimate again? And I get it. And like we are working on it ourselves. I'm trying to be very mindful of it. And um, so yeah, stay tuned. These should be good episodes. You guys love marriage relationship episodes, so Stay tuned for that. And uh, with that being said, I need to go prep for that recording. Muffin, thank you for tap dancing all over the wood floors with your dog feet. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. This was a fun Q&A. Um, next Tuesday is a mom chat. You guys always ask for more mom chat. Oh my God, I didn't put on the neon sign. I need an assistant that just like follows me around and makes sure that I do things properly and take care of myself. Anyways. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't already, please go rate, review, follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. We're also on YouTube. Go subscribe there. Watch the full video versions of the episodes. Um, we are on Instagram at the mom room podcast and yeah, stay tuned for um, exciting things to come. If you haven't already, sign up to the newsletter. It's at themomroom.com. 
And uh, yeah, you'll get a beautiful little email in your inbox every single Wednesday morning. So thanks for listening. And I hope you guys sleep tonight and don't wake up at three in the morning and can't fall back asleep like I've been doing for the past three nights. So yeah, bye. Are you looking for a podcast that'll make you laugh? You came to the wrong place. That's not us. That's not us. Well, it is. We are a husband and wife who chat about raw, real relationship topics. like sex. Like money. Like marriage and kids. But we're not afraid to talk about how your newborn baby probably isn't as cute as you think it is. If you're in need of entertainment while you're driving to work, because that sucks, we can join you in the suckage, kind of like being in your ear. Not physically. So if you want to laugh, come check us out. Come check us out. Brought to you by the Laughing Couple Podcast. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.